0: You're listening to the free version of the Fight to Repair podcast. To hear our full interview, consider becoming a premium subscriber to Fight to Repair. An annual subscription is just $5 a month and gives you early access to our original reporting and exclusive access to our full-length podcasts and interviews. You also get access to premium events, including live interviews with leading figures in the Right to Repair movement and in-person events. To learn more, go to fighttorepair.news. Hey, welcome back to the Fight to Repair podcast. I'm Paul Roberts, a host for this episode and publisher of Fight to Repair newsletter. In our latest episode of the podcast, we're bringing you an interview recorded at last year's Fixed Fest in Brussels, Belgium. I speak in this podcast with Biet Schneiderhan and Karl Mao. They are students at the Rudolf Steiner School in Munich, Germany, and we're talking about Repair for Future, that school's student-run repair clinic that serves both students and the wider community by repairing a wide range of personal electronics, home appliances, and more. Beat and Carl speak with me about Rudolf Steiner's School Repair Curriculum. It's a multi-year curriculum that starts in middle school and extends through high school, teaching students the basics of repair, including skills like soldering and electronics repair. To start off, I asked Biet and Carl to introduce themselves and talk about the Repair for Future program.
1: Okay, my name is B.J. Schneiderhahn and I'm from Munich, Germany uh, for the project Fixing for Future. It's a student repair
2: shop in Munich. Hi, I'm Karl Mau, I'm also from a student repair shop in Munich, also from Fixing Things for Future.
0: And tell us what uh, Fixing the Future is.
1: Fixing for Future is a student repair shop, mm-hmm. so it is we are having lessons in school in which we learn how to repair broken devices. Everyone, not only teachers and students, really everyone can bring their broken device and with this broken devices we repair it and while this we learn how to repair broken devices mainly by ourselves. So it's not a teacher standing beside us and say, do this, do that. No, it's just really exploring how to repair devices and if it really doesn't work we have the ability to look in the internet or ask volunteers or the teacher in the very last uh, way and he says maybe try this or try that but it's really learning in school lessons to in some classes even four lessons per week how to repair
2: broken devices
0: it's not a club it's a class so we do in, so it's in a separate class. Yeah, yeah it's
2: a regular lesson so it's implemented into the regular, weak plans.
0: And you're in 12th grade, you're in 13th grade. It
1: starts, I think, in class six or six? seven, with in for, uh, 14 years around. Yeah,
0: middle yeah. school. Yeah. And what did you, what do you learn? What types of skills? Soldering? Uh,
1: yes. <laughs> 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 they are really, uh, a lot of technical skills yeah. you learn, but I think even more important is the confidence in yourself you 've yeah. got by repairing devices and there's also a responsibility I think because you've got the broken devices from yeah you can say clients, so yeah. everything is uh, for free, but yeah. yeah, and you have the responsibility for their device and There are even some clients bringing devices with a huge meaning for them, and then there's also a huge responsibility, and you learn how to deal with this, and getting the confidence, and you can use it your whole life, so not just, okay, it's broken, I throw it away. No, I can repair it, and I will fix it, hopefully.
2: Also social skills, like uh, to communicate with a client, uh, ask them what the device means to them, what is broken, and then mapping out your plan as you go and if something doesn't work uh, while you're troubleshooting the device, to get a different approach and trying to fix it in the end, yeah?
1: So it's really everything done by students. So students say, hello, welcome here, you have to sign this disclaimer, you can say. And also students are calling and, yeah, we need this or that. Yeah. Are you willing to pay five euros for a button yeah. or something like this? And then also telling the the clients, OK, your device is ready.
0: And who are your clients? Are they other students? Are they people from the community?
1: There are people all around okay. Munich, yeah. Bavaria, yeah. even Germany. Some people are sending us.
0: You <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: it's open for everyone it's uh-huh. not just teachers it's not just students it's really everyone can bring us his or her day broken device
0: do you sign up online or do you have to come in person or
2: you, it's, it's easiest if you come in yeah. person because we have all the um, things printed out okay. and I don't think we have anything to fill uh, in online but uh, you also can mail us things if you really want to have something repaired because it has just uh, a very great emotional value or something.
1: So there are people sending us letters with, yeah, with small devices of course inside, uh, but in person, yeah, there are people bringing their microwaves or even bigger devices and yeah, it's better to do it personally. The project was founded by a physics teacher of our school and from this on it went bigger and Uh like more volunteers came to help and um, it also takes more place in the students Mm -hmm. timetable for any year and now it's even okay we have this idea and it really works and it works very well so we want to share our idea and because we think it's very important to learn to students how to repair and it's really something you can take out of school and you will need it your whole life and every day's life and so we or our teachers wrote uh, this manual in which all our experiences inspirations our main ideas but also uh yeah introduction how to um found your own uh, student repair shop.
0: How about the interest within the, your class and the school? Do, is this something your generation? I think often is they think really differently. They're not as consumerist as maybe I mean forget about the baby boomers. Other generations. Do you? Does this seem to resonate with your the kids in other classes, or is it mostly like you're the nerdy kids who do repair?
1: Because it's in everybody's timetable. It's not this way and. I think Do you have
0: to take this
1: class? Uh, yes. So two classes in two classes you in two grades you yeah. have to take it's not this. Elective. Yeah. Okay. And in two other, in two higher classes you have grades you can choose it. Ah. And it's quite popular in school ah. and I think many students or nearly all students know how privileged we are to getting the ability to learn how to repair our devices and everybody really knows it's something you need in your whole life and you can take a lot out of this class for your life and also because we are repairing uh, like clients products clients devices there's also everyone feels the responsibility even though maybe someone doesn't really like to repair but they are still the responsibility and you act carefully and you're giving your best to um, make this device run again.
0: Yeah. What's the toughest repair that you do? What is the hardest thing that you encounter?
2: There was once a microwave I tried to fix and it is just not possible because <laughs> they just use so high voltages you can't use multimeter, I think it's called in yes. English. and the, they just don't show if the part is broken or not. So it's really unbelievably hard to fix the microwave. Walter, the one who founded the repair shop, was always standing nearby right, with right. a screwdriver and yeah. trying to release the voltages or something, but uh, <laughs> we just couldn't fix the microwave. But there were many other difficult things we got fixed. So I think smartphones are very common in breaking because everyone has one and Use Everyone every uses day. it every time, yes. every day, yeah. yeah. and there, uh, sometimes there are uh, even parts in mainboards you can replace by, by soldering them back on or something, and yes. even when the device then still turns on, it's a really great relief and also a great experience. Yeah. yeah.
0: What would be your message to manufacturers, to the Apples and the Microsofts and the Samsungs of the world?
1: Make it easier to open your devices, because we really want to repair them if they broke, and
2: it's not fair to us. Don't use a stronger glue in every new (laughs) device. (laughs) (laughs) And put your uh, pull tabs on the battery so they can be removed easily without setting the whole device on fire. That's also a thing which is really dangerous and scary. Yes.
0: All right. Carl, thank you so much for speaking to us. It was really great. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to a free version of Fight to Repair podcast. To hear our full interview, consider becoming a premium subscriber to Fight to Repair. An annual subscription is just $5 a month and gives you early access to our original reporting and exclusive access to our full-length podcasts and interviews. You also get access to premium events, including live interviews with leading figures in the Right to Repair movement and in-person events. To learn more, go to fighttorepair.news.